Hey guys, welcome back to the OPD podcast with Austin and Joe, and we have another special guest on today. So we did a little bit of Q&A action last time, um, wanted to get another guest on. Actually, we have a couple good guests lined up I think you guys will enjoy, but this week we have on uh, IFBB Pro Paige Russell, um, somebody that I just kind of stumbled upon online, I think in just in one of the like the bodybuilders uh, by bodybuilders group, I believe, and uh, really liked his physique, seemed like a cool guy. So reached out, uh, wanted to talk about a few different things today. Uh, but before we get into any of that, uh, we'll have Paige kind of introduce himself for those that you, you know, that don't know him. Um, just give us, give us a background about obviously you're competing too, but people like to know like what you do outside of competing is like a career and all that jazz too. So if, if you don't mind. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, um, I actually, I started, I'm actually 43 now. I started competing. My first show I did in 1995 as a teenager, um, down here in Louisiana. I I wrestled in high school, won a couple of state championships, wrestled in college a little bit, um, moved back home, always loved lifting, you know, got into, um, you know, always, you know, had the Arnold poster on my wall in my room and, you know, had the weight set in my room. And, you know, I started working out when I was probably 13. Um, but did my first show in 95, fell in love with it, uh, competed for, I think, six years straight all through college, all the way through 2000. Then graduated college, um, kind of got out of it. I, I kept lifting. You know, I've always lifted, but then I actually ended up in 2007, I moved to Korea and um, I started uh, coaching wrestling over there at MMA gym and I started fighting. Um, so I stayed over there for about four years. Still, you know, always lifting, uh, enjoyed lifting heavy, you know, bodybuilding training, always kept up with it. And then when I moved back, I moved back here in 2011. I'm actually in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, I started coaching wrestling, and um, I got a – I did my first show. I was dieting down for the summer and decided to do a show in 2013. And I think I dieted six weeks. I ended up winning my class. So the next weekend, I went and did a national qualifier and ended up winning my class there. And then decided I was going to uh, make a run at the Junior Nationals the next year and take it serious. So I did a, my first full 16-week prep. And I ended up winning the Junior Nationals in 2014, won my class. And the guy that I beat actually went and won the USA's that year, uh, Brian Homer. Um, <laughs> and he, he looked great. So came back the next year, did the USA's, placed top five. Um, you know, no excuses, best I'd ever looked. Guys just, they were just better. Um, took a year off, came back 2017, competed as a middleweight, won a couple of overalls. And then um, 2018, last year, I was training for the USA's. Actually broke my arm during my prep uh, at a wrestling practice. And, uh, but I was already in shape, so I went ahead and, moved it up and I did the, the universe, NPC universe. I did three classes. I did two bodybuilding and then one classic physique. And I ended up winning all three classes and I won my pro card there. So that, that led me to, um, you know, this making my, my rookie debut will be the New York pro. And then I'll do the Puerto Rico pro after that. And, um, but I'm, I, I'm a full-time, you know, I'm, I'm a science teacher. I've got a master's degree in biological sciences. I'm a, uh, you know, kind of a big nerd. <laughs> uh, and I coach wrestling. I actually just, just got a new job this week at, at a school that I've been uh, really, really wanting to get on with. Their coach retired after 30 years. So it's, it's, been a, uh, it's been an exciting week this week for me and prepping for these shows. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just been a great experience. So you wrestling isn't very big in the UK where Joe's at. They have some MMA, but we are now best friends because that's my favorite sport. So 
Massachusetts. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm just listening to you. Listen to you talk. Where did you wrestle in college? I wrestled at a, a school called Lassen. It's a JUCO out in California. Okay, I know of it. Yeah, I'm. I'm like way. Deep. I mean, I know all D two, D three, D. You know everything. So. Well, my yeah. son, my son actually, he's a senior this year. Um, actually, I I had adopted him his freshman year. He ended up winning a state championship his junior year. He just signed with the uh, Merchant Marine Academy in New York. So he's going to wrestle D3. Um, this this coming summer, he'll be leaving. We're going to bring him up there July 1st. So you guys, were, uh, were your state titles in Louisiana or were you somewhere else? Yeah, I won, uh, I won two, two state championships here in Louisiana. My senior year, I actually went 52-0. and 0. I went undefeated. Right. And um, – then you know ended up going and wrestling out in California after that for a little while. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm in Ohio. I, I Ohio's tough, man. It's oh, tough. Oh, I know. It's I tough. A kid from Cuyahoga. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that's probably the best match I ever wrestled because he was all American that year, and I ended up beating him three to one. That was in in college. Yeah, 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 man. You, I mean, we're big. Uh, my wife and my. Myself, my wife, and my dad, we're big uh, Ohio State fans. We go down and watch, you know, most of the whole meets and stuff. Um, That's awesome. I, I would yeah. love to go to an Ohio State wrestling meet. Dude, it's, it's something else. I mean, they, uh, they pretty much – they'll pack the shot, which shot and scene center, which is like our big arena for, you oh, know, yeah. if, they, if they get like Michigan or Iowa or Penn State or somebody like that. Um, yeah, I've gotten to watch Iowa and Iowa State. But um, I, I would love to go watch Penn State, Ohio State. That's two that yeah. I, I've never been to. It's pretty. It's definitely. It's definitely intense <laughs> for sure. Well, we'll try not to get. We'll try not to talk about wrestling too much for that. Maybe yeah. <laughs> we could talk about it. But um, so one thing I did want to ask you about is I correct me if I'm wrong, but you turned pro in bodybuilding. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Well, so, bodybuilding and classic physique. Oh, okay. So you. You crossed over. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I won. Sense. I won. I won cards in both. So, gotcha. What is your What is your weight right now? Um, right now, um, if I step on the scale this very second, I'm probably about 180, 181. Gotcha. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I I look at the photos and I don't know your height, but I mean, you definitely have like that. You definitely have a stature that you could do two twelve. I think personally you know that's my goal that, that that that's my ultimate goal yeah I mean because you're like if I look at the photo you look like you're about four foot eleven because you're like <laughs> you can always you, I mean I was telling Joe too I was like hey we're gonna have him on the call you know look him up yada 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 he's and it's like you can tell when somebody is doing like a hands overhead abdominal or front double bicep and like their pecs are still full you know that's right that's dense <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah that's sweet so I mean is that kind of your long-term goal because I mean I know you you said you're 43 so I'm, I'm getting older but I'm getting better so I'm gonna I, I, I'm hoping I can pull a Dexter Jackson and do this till I'm 50 <laughs> yeah sweet why not if you can for sure and I mean it sounds and like I'm staying healthy that that's the thing uh, you know, I get blood work done a couple times a year, and I mean, I've I've never had anything seriously out of line. Uh, you know, my blood work's almost perfect every time. You know, a couple little things minor here or there, and, and I you know get it taken care of. And um, so, as long as I can stay healthy, you know, I'm I'm gonna go as long as I can. Yeah, and it seems like that you know some of the guys that start later, they can obviously go longer, right? Because they don't. Right. You know, I mean, if you're if you're beating the shit out of yourself when from like 14 years old till you're right, 40, you know, right. that's, that's going to take a toll, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see where I'm at when I'm 40, I'm 29. So yeah, we'll see. I've been training and been doing it a little while. So, you know, be and I, I started making my best progress when I started back at 37. And I mean, the progress I've made, you know, from there, I've made more progress in the last five years than I did in 15 before that. That's encouraging, man. 
yeah absolutely what would you credit that to then is there anything specific pops into your head i mean honestly the biggest thing you know i mean supplementation stuff really hasn't changed that much it's um it's living a bodybuilding lifestyle year round in other words the last probably four years i literally i I prep my food year round Mm -hmm. and i never used to do that it used to be just make sure I get a certain um, certain amount of protein, get enough calories in. Now, you know, everything is, you know, I literally, I prep my food every day. Yeah. And, I, and that's made the biggest difference. And then also, uh, you know, progressive overload with the training. I started recording my, just my last set um, of each exercise, reps and weight, kind of, you know, similar to like the DC style training type stuff and what, um, uh, JP does, you know, trained by JP. It, and that's, I think that's really helped to kind of push my training to another level recording, recording it, you know, you know, that seems so simple, but like, I see, I see so many guys that have good potential. Like, obviously you, you had the potential from the beginning, but there was just like components that were missing. Like I see some of these guys that have pretty good genetics, like, and they just, they just have no, they do, they don't track progress. Like they have nothing to gauge progress, whether it's for training, they have no structure in the off season. And of course, you know, of course they improve show to show for the first, however many years, but it's only going to take you, you know, it's only going to take you so far. And then by the time they start stalling, they have no habits in place. You know what I mean? They don't. And then it's so hard to start when you've been, you've neglected all those things for X amount of years. And it's like, it's simple stuff, man. Just tracking, having a plan and tracking stuff and being progressive with your eating and your training. Yeah, that's it. And, it, you know, it's progressive overload with your training and with your food, you know. And like you said, tracking tracking it and live, live in the lifestyle year round, you know. I mean, I'm not out, you know, um, partying on the weekends and stuff like that. I, and, you know, I, I like to have a beer every now and then. But, I mean, I literally may go out and drink once or twice a year now. You know, I mean, it, it's, I just, you know, don't, it, it's not my thing anymore. You know, now I, you know, I, I, I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want it to hurt my workout the next day. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, so, if you're, if you're 43, like realistically your window isn't that big. So you got to get the most out of it. Exactly. And I want to make the most out of what I have left. You know, I mean, I'm enjoying the ride. It was like a dream, you know, when I was younger. And now all of a sudden it's a reality. I'm about to step on my first pro stage in three and a half weeks. And I mean, you know, I'm training, like I'm trying to win this thing. Sure. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. I really, it's in my mind. I'm, I'm trying to win this thing, you know? So. Could you uh, maybe tell us, we'll talk a little bit about the actual prep right now. So, I mean, you're obviously, you're three and that, it sounds like our shows are probably on the same weekend then in the May, like May 18th. Same yeah. Time. My first, my first one is the 18th. And then I fly to Puerto Rico on the 20, um, and compete on the 25th. So gotcha. there, that's yeah. One long. Week. That's a pretty short flight for you though. Wouldn't it be? What's that? New York or Puerto Rico. It's probably not too bad. Um, it's not bad. I actually caught a flight with no, um, no layover. And I want to say it's maybe five hours, something like that. That's not yeah, it, it, it's not that bad. So, like prep wise, how does your prep typically unfold? Because I mean, it's so different for everyone. Do you, did you start pretty lean to begin with? Did you have a lot of weight to drop? Like, I mean, have your calories changed dramatically? I, mean, I, I stay. You know, I, I was in November. I was two sixteen, and I mean, I you could see abs, but the problem is, is I hold a lot of fat in my my back, my lower back, just kind of everywhere. But I, I, I don't know if I've ever not had abs in my life. For some reason, I just don't hold fat there. Um, but when I, you know, I clean, you know, I cleaned up, started eating a little cleaner, just getting healthy. And when I started my prep, I started 19 weeks out from the New York Pro because um, my wife actually wanted me to start dieting with her, so I started a couple weeks early. And um, I was 207 yeah, as well. No, she doesn't compete. She just, um, she wanted, she said she was going to diet with me for this show. Mm. And um, 
I was like, Hey, if you do it, you know, I'll, I'll start early with you, whatever you want to do. You know, she's actually lost 30 something pounds. That's awesome. Um, That's right. Yeah. I mean, she's killing it, you know? So, but she, she's your everyday. She's a teacher. She does real estate on the side. We have three kids, you know I mean? She's, um, you know, your typical, um, you know, not housewife, but you know, did you train um, together? Um, every now and then we, usually what we do is because we, we, we can't really train together. <laughs> so what we do is every Friday we train arms together. And then, um, on Sundays, Sundays is family day. Um, me and my son, my son, actually, he's, he squats about 600 deadlifts about 600. No yeah. And he's, uh, he just turned 19. He's a senior. He's oh. about to graduate. You guys, strong. you guys, that shit makes me, it's like, <laughs> that's the stuff I try not to think about because I'm like, damn, I was a scrawny little bitch. <laughs> when I was well, like, he's, he's pushing me now. So, you know, every Sunday we, uh, you know, as a family, we go to the gym, me and him train together. And then him, my daughter and my other son, they kind of train together. That's yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. But then during the week I have a, um, I have, you know, I train with my son and then I have another two training partners that I train with. We've been going together for about the last six six years, and one of them he's six three, about two hundred and eighty pounds, and he's lean, he's lean at that size. So, um, you know, he pushes me, but he won't train legs with me. <laughs> That's funny. So, like, where right now, three and a half weeks out? I mean, where are you at? Where are you at? I mean, we. We're full, full transparency here. So we like to know the nitty gritty. Like, are you where your calories at? Uh, oh yeah, cardio? absolutely. Um, actually this is for three and a half weeks out. This is probably the most I've ever been eating and the least amount of cardio I've ever been doing. And I think it's because my weight is up, but you know, I put a little more tissue on, but, um, right now I'm doing my protein is at about 320, 325. My carbs are at 150 a day and my fats, my fats are pretty much just trace fats from, um, you know, chicken and, you know, fish, protein, whey protein, but, um, I don't have any added fats in there right now. Gotcha. I think my, my calories are around maybe 22, 2300. Yeah. I mean, um, 150 carbs isn't like, when you said that at first, I'm thinking like, all right, this, I'm like, this fucker's eating like 500 carbs and. <laughs> no, I wish. No, and, and I'm, like, I'm actually about to pull. I'm gonna probably go down. I'm gonna cut to 125, um, starting Sunday. So I'll go to. Usually, I'll end up at. Sometimes I'll end up at zero, but um, yeah. I don't think I'll have to do that this year. So, where's your cardio at? Cardio. I'm at uh 45 minutes a day. Um, 40 to 45. I do. I try to do. 25 to 30 fasted when I wake up and then I knock out another 10 or 15 in the afternoon. Um, and then I get, I try to get a good, I've really been trying to focus on training harder because usually, usually when I do my prep, I'm doing more cardio. I'm worn out. You know, my training kind of gets lighter. I get weaker. I don't put as much into it. And I, I've been focusing on really trying to push some heavier weights and really just like kill myself when I'm training. So I'm, I, I'm actually burning more calories training, sure. you know, than I normally would. So I'm, I'm kind of, kind of using that to take the place of a little bit of the cardio. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you're not coasting by any means, you know, so 45 minutes, something, it's not like not horrendous, right. but, but I like yeah. you're listening to this Austin thinking like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I've seen what you're doing Austin and, that, and I've done that. I've done that. You know what though? I'll tell you, man, honestly, like this year, this year, I up until probably the last week or so, I mean, last week or so, mm-hmm. I can't even hardly just get out of my damn desk chair. I'm just like, oh, God. But, oh yeah, up, you know, up until that point, my training wasn't – it was better than in previous years. And you would think, like, on paper, like you said, that translates into more calories. You're going to do less, less cardio, eat a little bit more. Right. Just – it never pans out for me that way. Like, it's right, always, yeah. Austin, it's all we never like measured your heart rate variability near to a show. Um, have I? Yeah, I've done it right now. 
right now, I don't even want to know. I'd love to see it. I guarantee it's like under 10. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sure. I'm 100% sure. I, my, my resting, well, the only thing that would skew it a little bit is that my cardio is so high that my resting heart rate's pretty good. You know what I mean? Right. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. And you wouldn't really be able to tell, like, because my resting heart rate's pretty low and my cardio capacity, it gets so hard to even get my heart rate to go up. Because I right. do, so much, you know, so much damn cardio, especially like with the hit cardio and stuff. Yeah, well, it's um, volumes for your health and conditioning at this point. I mean, in general, competitors, it seems in reverse, but we'll see like resting heart rates go up simply by mechanism of like exogenous thyroid or clenbuterol, beta two. Yeah, overtraining and for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like you know, if you took if you took those things out of the equation and I wasn't pushing quite as hard, there would be it would probably be healthier but once you get to a certain point like it's just kind of got to do got to do what you got to do yeah you just got to get through it <laughs> so do you with your with your food there do you have any kind of rotation i mean do you work in any refeeds or is it pretty much like stagnant every um what i do right now now you know if i normally if i get to a certain point where i hit a sticking point i'll start doing some carb cycling or um and then sometimes if I'm not eating any carbs and I'm still not coming down, I'll, I'll actually add fats and do kind of like fat cycling. <laughs> um, okay. But what uh, this year I've been able, so far I've been able to keep everything the same. The only thing I do is when I train legs on Sunday, I do a, um, usually I'll do a, um, like a muffin or something before I train. I do my, I do my normal meals. Then I try to get two meals in. I usually do maybe a muffin or something before I train with maybe 50 to 75 grams of carbs. And then I go and I have a cheat meal right after. So and my cheat meal, you know, it, it's pretty much whatever I want. I mean, I, I try to kind of keep it at something like maybe like a burger and some fries or um, maybe, you know, a little bit of pizza or something. And then I might have like, you know, a couple of cookies or a little bit of like, you know, low sugar ice cream or something like that. I try not to do anything too too ridiculous you know but um so usually i mean that i'll probably get an extra 150 to 200 grams of carbs you know on that sunday um i don't i don't track it out right now if if i hit a sticking point then usually what i'll do like last year for the uh, universe i cut my cheat meals out and what i was doing was doing refeeds and i actually started doing um i would do a two-day refeed so I would actually go high two days trying to just get my metabolism going. Um, and then, uh, you know, I would go back to my, my normal, you know, whatever for the next five days. Yes. Yeah, so see, that's, that's where like the individuality is where you, I don't know what you eat in the off season. I probably actually eat more than you. If I, I bet you, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I mean, you know, you just don't, you just don't adapt as much. Some people are just so adaptable. Right. Where they'll, you know, because my refeeds are big. Yeah, I see, I see that. I, I, I have see, to. I see how big your, your Right. And in the, I have to repeat like that because if not, I, everything just completely shuts down. Right. Right. You know, so, yeah, that's, that's interesting. It's just always interesting to see the different, um, you know, metabolically, like how people, how people no, vary. Right how they adapt last year when i did the universe um i was doing something real similar you know my carbs were really low my cardio was really high i was doing um half of my cardio was hit cardio i mean i was dead i was dying like i could barely get up and go to the bathroom um i was that tired and then what i was doing is i was doing two really big refeed days you know really sure. really high card days and um that kind of kind of kick things back in you know I kind of stalled out for about three weeks and you know the big thing is I was having to make 154 um you know that was the cutoff well I ended up getting down to I think the day before I was 167 um and then I ended up just cutting from 167 to 154 in uh 20 a little bit less than 24 hours I guess Wow. Yeah. So you, you basically had to suck down, deplete pool water, all that fun stuff. Right. And then by the Amazing. time I got on stage, I was actually 165 on stage. Yeah. 
and, that's, and that was after pulling a little bit of fluid back off. That's like that's a, like a forty-eight hour weigh-in, though, right? Yeah, right, right. So that yeah. was that was nice. I literally, you know, I weighed in at like one o'clock, um, started carving up. That that was Thursday. Started carving up, pounding fluid, pounding fluid. Even through the night, I would wake up and I was still pounding fluid, pounding fluid, pounding fluid. Um, the next day, Friday, I'd actually pull my carbs just a little bit and added a little bit of fats, kept pounding fluid, pounding fluid, pounding fluid. And then it started, it was, it started flowing again. And um, I think I cut it at maybe seven o'clock that night and popped like half a diazide. I woke up the next morning and I was dry as could be. You know, I was about one, I think I was 170 the night before. And then I woke up at about 165. Yeah, and that's what I got on stage at. Yeah, and that's you know national shows. I mean, that's there's lots of people doing really, right? Yeah, Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna do the national level, I mean, you kind of have to do that unless you're one of these freaks, you know, one of these genetic freaks who just has this perfect shape. Which, unfortunately, you know, I don't. (laughs) You're not. Yeah, most most people aren't winning their weight classes ten pounds under the weight cutoff. Exactly. I want to be the <laughs> biggest guy on stage. <laughs> right. The oh, yeah. guy on stage. Hundred percent. And even then, sometimes, if depending on your insertions and stuff, you might be the heaviest guy and still not look the biggest. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. true. And you know, I mean, that's the yeah. thing that you know that's the big thing I'm worried. Um, you know, I decided to to make the move to classic for this. Um, you know, for the New York pro and Puerto Rico pro, cause I'll come in, I can weigh, I'm five, four and a quarter. So I can weigh 175. I'm going to come in right at the top of the class, but you know, some of these guys just their, you know, their insertions and stuff. I mean, they just look ridiculous, you know? Um, yeah. And I have a small waist and I have round shoulders and, but I just, you know, I still don't have that, you know, that same look that some of those guys have, you know? Oh, I get it. I mean, I'm, Mine's not terrible, but you know, I'll weigh, I'll weigh in. I mean, I'll be on stage. I'll, I'll weigh two, two Oh two, 200 and yeah, you know, light heavyweight, but, and people are like, well, that's huge. I'm like at five, eight or five, seven, five, eight or whatever. I mean, it's not right. It, it's, it's good for that class at a junior national, yeah. show, but there'll be guys that weigh 185 that look bigger and be like, you know, it's just, I have big wrists. I have big knees. I have big hands, you right. know, all that, all that stuff, all that stuff. Like, I these, dude, I see some of these guys and even some of the clients I work with, and I just look at their joints and insertions. I'm like, that doesn't even, <laughs> doesn't even look real, you know? <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Can't do anything. At least in 212 though. I mean, that's not, if you can put on some more tissue, you, you have plenty of room there. Yeah, what I, my plan is, is I'm going to um, hopefully, I think I'll have another really good year this year, and I may try to step on stage next year as a 212. Worst case scenario, if I'm still improving, um, I may even take next year off and just instead of, you know, taking all that time and dieting down, just keep growing and then uh, step on stage. And I guess I'd be 20, 21. Um, but you know, when I step, when, when I do it, uh, I want to be competitive. You know, I'm not, I'm not doing it just to, I, I'm not that guy that's going out there just to say I did it. You know, I mean, I want to be, I want to put myself in a position to at least be competitive with these guys. You know, you got guys like Justin Randall. You know, he's you know five two, 190 pounds, and Dwayne Quamea. You know, Q. I mean, they're just freaks. You know, so. Yeah. Have you got a um, sort of talking about next year's plans? Have you got a post-show plan lined up? Are you gonna dig straight into off-season, pushing a sort of gaining phase, or are you gonna chill out for a bit? Um. Yeah. What I'm gonna do actually, I, I actually have everything mapped out already. I'm gonna um, diet-wise, I'm gonna I'm bumping my carbs up a little bit. I'm adding a little bit of fat. Protein's gonna stay the same, and. Um, I'm going to, you know, I'll kind of increase that every week or two weeks, just a little bit. Um, I'm going to give my body a good rest for probably, you know, eight to 10 weeks. Um, But I'm going to eat really good. I'm going to train 
my training is going to be probably four days a week, maybe five, but it's going to be uh, not real, not super heavy. Um, I'm going to do a lot of kind of just bodybuilding type training. I'm probably not going to track anything. I'm really going to be training to get a really good pump. And then once, um, after that, you know, that eight to 10 weeks, then I'm going to probably go to some kind of something similar to like DC style training um, and start really trying to push some heavy weights. I don't want to do it right away because, you know, you get strong so fast. And at my age, I don't want to get injured. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to I'm going to really try to you know let my body recuperate and kind of, you know, get everything back to normal and then I'll really start pushing probably end of the summer. So yeah, that's smart. It's it's always it's kind of hard to like sometimes if depending on the person, like if they start feeling better a little quicker than their body. Well here's the thing, and this is how I try to explain it to people is of course you feel better because you're used to feeling like shit, but it's so subjective. Like you don't you don't actually feel quite as good as you think you do. Does that make right. sense? Right. Because, because you're just used to like anything's better than what you than what anything you Anything feels better. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I totally get that. And it's it's the same thing like when you you're working with people on just recovering from the show, you know, whether it's looking at their lab work or anything, I'm like, you know, four weeks later, yeah, you do feel better, but you aren't a hundred percent. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so, and that's the first thing I'll do is probably, I'll probably wait till, you know, after my show, I'll probably go get some blood work done. And then um, probably eight to 10 weeks after that, I'll have it done again. Um, make sure, you know, I'm in good health and then I'll, I'll start, you know, you know, pushing some heavy weights again and pushing the food and, you know, trying to, um, you know, start getting ready for, for next year. And that, uh, so you mentioned, you mentioned, you know, training progressively and training with that, that kind of like slightly lower volume type of style. And at, at your age, like, do you, do you have your joint integrity is pretty good and stuff, I assume to support that? Yeah, I, um, you know, I, I really just started, I started DC train. I did some DC training two years ago. Uh, first time I ever did it. And, um, I honestly, I loved it. Uh, I, I love the, you know, I made progress with it. I love the simplicity of it. Um, and I know, you know, they'll probably kill me for saying this, but yeah, I did modify it just a tad, not much, but just a tad, um, just so that I could train the same things on the same days. So I, I'm actually, instead of hitting everything once every five days, I'm hitting pretty much everything twice a week. Um, now I do keep my reps a little bit higher, you know, I, instead of trying to, you know, I know a lot of those guys will try to, with the double rest pause, get a total of 11 reps. Me, I, I'm usually trying to hit more like 20. So my first set might be, you know, something 11 or 12, and then I might get five or six and then another three or four. Um, right. You know, so I, I do kind of watch that. And then, you know, obviously on squats and deadlifts, I love squatting heavy. I love deadlifting heavy, but, um, you know, we'll usually do that, you know, try to stay in like the six to eight range. I actually went and pulled the, I felt good the other day and I did a 600 pound deadlift and that was the first time I'd ever, I don't know how I did it. I, I, the most I've ever done was a 570 and then um, five weeks out from a show, I, I pulled 600. I don't know what, uh, I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> yeah. Huh? That's funny. Yeah. I can't, I can't say the same, but I, I, <laughs> I do like, <laughs> I do like that you mentioned the rep ranges too. Cause I think, and, and people can get mad at me for this or whatever, but like, there's, there's a lot of ways that you can, you can progressively overload. I mean, you can work in higher rep ranges. You can dude. I mean, there, there's dudes that get huge on training DC style with machines. Right. You know? Yeah. So, and, and that's, that's coming. Like I'm fully aware of that. I train outside on my property and I don't have any of that stuff. So, I mean, it's all free right. weight, but you can certainly like, for anyone that says you couldn't, you couldn't do it like that. I mean, there's plenty of guys, especially, especially when you get to a certain point of strength where you're, you're putting so much tension on and so much load on there's, there's right. like safety, you know, there's just a whole, the whole safety component. Like you might be better off doing a hammer strength chest press instead of a free right. weight press. 
you know. Yeah, so and I, I actually don't I don't bench press at all just because every time I bench press, my shoulders bother me. So I, I do a lot of um, you know, I deadlift, I squat, I'm real big, I love, you know, power lifting, but I do um I do a lot of heavy dumbbell press, heavy incline dumbbell press. I use a Smith machine um, and do a lot of incline stuff. The hammer strength plate loaded presses, I use that. But I, I almost never bench press. If I do, it's the end of a workout, and it's no heavier than maybe 225. So just yeah. because it tears my, I feel, it tears my shoulders up. Um, I wish I could, but I, over the years, I've just – you know, I've learned what, what I can do and what I can't. So. Yeah. I'm sure. Give me 10 years. I'll probably say the same thing. I'll have to. <laughs> yeah. Then we have to. Have Hopefully to not. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, just, just to the point, you know, you can definitely uh, progressively overload and through different free weights, machines, different rep ranges, all that stuff. So, I mean, there's really no reason that somebody couldn't do it. There's lots of ways to work around injuries and limitations and just, you know, biomechanics. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, last I mean, year um, when I was prepping for the USA's, I broke my arm I, actually at wrestling practice. I was in a cast for – I had them put a removable cast on um, – for four weeks and then I had another four weeks before I could do anything I had fractured my elbow and um so I ended up doing I was doing fly movements um like lateral raises front lateral raises all that sets of 20 to 25 slow motion reps anything and everything I could do like that I was even doing I could barely move my arm because I had fractured my elbow so I was doing I had a two and a half pound uh, plate and I would do sets of a hundred for <laughs> hammer curls just to get some bicep stimulation in there. Right. Um, you know, and I ended up not losing, you know, it didn't atrophy at all. Yeah. So, well, you, know, you can, you can do a lot of things and, and, and get, you know, stimulate the muscle. Bo bones. And at least like bones heal. It seems like, I've had such bad luck. All my injuries have been like fucking ligaments tearing. Uh, which, that's the worst. It sucks, man. It's so, it sucks so bad because yeah. it takes so long to heal. And right. I injured my wrist a couple years ago. And as soon as I did it, I'm like, please be broken. Please. <laughs> I'm like, please be broken. Mm -hmm. Nope. It dislocated tore the ligaments. I'm like, shit. Oh, and so, no. Yeah. So that, that, um, surgery I had on my leg so yeah yeah my measurement beforehand so I measured my gluteal thigh right before that and it was 38.5 inches and seven weeks later when I was discharged it was down an inch but then I went and trained legs once and it went back to <laughs> that's so crazy it was literally just like partitioning some glycogen back in yeah just like yeah inflammation or blood volume or something so because i was like fucking lost an inch oh my god <laughs> but then it was like I, it come around to the next monday i was like oh fuck it's like <laughs> <laughs> and i was leaner so i was like what that's awesome yeah, yeah that's awesome well and i th the biggest mistake that people make while we're talking about injuries is just they they just stop like they just don't they'll just quit training or they'll they won't do anything i'm like that's literally the worst thing you could do absolutely yeah i mean you want to talk about losing tissue just stop training entirely well, <laughs> and you, you, you lose know? range of motion and then once you once you lose that range of motion it, it takes you so long to get the range of motion back before you can even start training again if you can at least, you know, stimulate it, get some blood in there, keep that range of motion, then when you can start back training, I mean, you're, you'll, you'll be right back where you're at no time. Yeah. You know? That was the frustrating yeah. thing for me, I think, because I, like, literally couldn't because I had a hole in, in my leg. So I couldn't – I mean, I, I did cardio, but even that hurt. But I couldn't load it in any which way that I would have tried. Um, there, was, uh, there was a good article I read, and it had a – it had a couple studies attached to it. I'd have to find it. This was probably a couple years ago. Say but, magnetic. Um, no, well, what it was talking about was 
what actually happens, like how atrophy happens and how quick it can come back. And it talked and it was talking about in trained athletes, like these people that already have all these satellite cells and all this muscle tissue. And it was, it really wasn't bad. Like it made you, it definitely put things into perspective that it only really took like anywhere from two to four weeks to be back to exactly the point that they were before injury. Um, yeah. Now, I don't know. I don't know if they were not training at all during that. I don't know what the context was. I don't remember for sure. But I mean, even then, it's not. It's not terrible. But that's also, right. you know, that's also in people that have had the muscle for a long time. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And that's- if you consider that we're like super physiological hormone, or rather, I I'm not going to speak for anybody else. I'm a super physiological user of hormones like and when you talk about satellite cells like can we realistically say that we're going to lose like is proteolysis going to occur when your testosterone is like triple the reference range like no probably not probably not no (laughs) yeah 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 i mean like i said just don't there's always there's always something you can do i know when i hurt my wrist i use those uh the isolator you know those things the little straps you hook to your arms right I just hooked my shit to cables and dumbbells and hung it from my arms and just did, did what I could and, and was glad I did because once I, you know, once everything was healed, I was back to normal within a month. Yeah. You know? I remember seeing video doing that actually. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah another uh, thing I actually did is I, I trained the opposite side of my body. So, even though with the one side I could only do laterals, light fly movements, high reps, all that, I actually train the other side of my body because there are scientific studies that show if you train one side of the body, the other side actually gets stimulated. Yeah. Um, And my son actually had a pec tear uh, playing football this past season. And, you know, we've been doing that with him. And um, I mean, he's, he's not clear to be fully lifting until, end of may i think but he's already back to you know he'll be a hundred percent um at that point you know because we've been doing stuff you know we've been training the other side of the body doing things really light keeping range of motion you know everything and anything we can do we've been doing but um all you can always train around those things you know yeah i laugh people are like oh i'm injured i'm like well are you in a body cast or what yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. Like, I'm like, you're going to have to elaborate. I mean, you better be really fucking injured to be doing nothing. Right. Exactly. Laid up in the hospital bed. Right. Yeah. And then I'd but, still probably be doing something. <laughs> yes, people. I mean, I trained the day that I had the surgery. I just went in and did upper body. Had to do everything standing up, which was annoying. But right. there's always like, you'd have to be pretty debilitated to not be able to exercise at all. Right, exactly. And a lot of it's, you know, just getting blood flow. Yeah. You know, getting blood flow. You know, well, yeah. It yeah. makes you feel better, gets those endorphins going, you know. I mean, it's easy It's easy to get down if you got an injury and all of a sudden you can't train. If you just don't do anything, I mean, not just physically, but mentally, you know. I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take, take a toll on you, you know. Yeah, it's just a mindset. It's just a mindset thing at that point. I mean, you're – if somebody's has that type a kind of borderline OCD type of a mindset, they're going to figure out how to do it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you answered the major questions. Like I, I wanted to know about the prep and um, just kind of your plans to move up to two twelve. I mean, at the rate that you've been progressing, like realistically, how long do you think it'll take you? to get to where you would feel comfortable, you know, competing in that class? I, I think that if I have a really good off season, if I were to push it and maybe compete, do some of the later shows next year, um, I think I might be able to get on stage next year and be, be a legitimate, you know, step on stage at close to 190 pounds. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'll be on stage and I, and I'm actually going to be, I'm not going to be carved up or anything to make 175. I could probably, 
if I, if I were to come down and then carve up and, you know, fill out a little bit, I could probably get on stage close to 180 now. Um, so I don't see another 10 pounds, you know, especially if I have a full year, um, I don't see another 10 pounds of tissue being an issue, mm. you know, and I, I think at my height, if I'm 190 pounds, you know, in, you know, and my big thing is conditioning, you know, I'll never sacrifice conditioning. Um, if I can come in at 190 pounds shredded, I mean, what was uh, Flex Wheeler when he won his first Olympia, like 192? <laughs> not, that I'm, not that I'm Flex yeah. Wheeler, <laughs> but um, I think I could be competitive on stage at that, you know? Yeah, I think so. How tall yes. are you, Paige? What's that? How tall are you? Um, I'm 5'4 and a quarter. That, that quarter, that quarter is important because that gives me an extra ten pounds on this classic physique. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I, I had actually when the class came out and then the weight classes went up. I'm like, ah, I might try it. I might cross over and try it. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I measured myself and it put me down in the next weight class and it chopped off like ten pounds. I'm like, nah, fuck it. I'm, that's not happening. You know. Yeah, I, the only reason I did it, I did it at the universe because I was having, to, I was cutting to make lightweight anyway. So I was already going to be under the weight limit. And I just wanted to see, you know, what, how I would compare against those physiques, you know, cause I'd never done classic. So I figured it'd just give me a good game. I wasn't expecting anything. I was, if I made the top five, I was going to be ecstatic, you know, but, um, and then when I got up there and all of a sudden they put me in the middle, I was like, Damn, I might win this thing. <laughs> you, know, like, you boys so, ever um, think about competing in the UK? What's that? We've never spoke about that, Austin. That's that's odd. You ever thought about coming over to England to compete? That would be amazing, actually. I would love to do that. <laughs> no weight class in classic PCA over here. Oh, really? Well, yeah, it's tall and short. Yeah, but I think I think even then, though, there's kind of like there is a look. I mean, if you look at look at who's really successful in classic. They have, they have like moderate to good legs and they're proportionally. I'm basically the opposite. Yeah. 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 People right. in classic over here is just literally who looks the most classic. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah, I've got better. tiny, tiny ways, the muscle insertions, you know, those are the guys that do well. Yeah. You boys anyway, Kentucky. Kentucky? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I am. I'm like two and a half hours from well, it depends on where in Kentucky. It's you know, what 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 part? I'm probably ten, twelve hours. Sure. That's that's bizarre because like when you hear Americans say like ten or twelve hours, yeah, I could drive across the UK like four times, ten or twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I've got two clients in a in a show in Kentucky this weekend. Oh, are they doing the Kentucky Derby? Yeah. Oh, oh why? Well, awesome I, I have two guys in that this weekend. Ooh, what class? Uh, uh, men's physique and classic physique. Okay, my guy's in classic. What Is he how tall? Uh, five eleven. Is it the up to? Is it up to yeah. two or something? Yeah, so he'll be – my guy's pretty tall. He's like 6'3 or 6'4, so he'll be in like the really tall class. Yeah. No, my, my guy's cutoff is like 207, I think. Yeah, yeah, though he'll be in the – he'll be like one or two high classes below. Th those tall guys, he can weigh – like he can weigh like 218 or 220 or some, some shit like that. So you see that photo I put yeah. up of him the other day? He's like peeled out of his brain. Oh, oh yeah. So that's who it is. It's uh, Chris. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he looks, yeah, he looks great. That's awesome. I'll have to, I'll have to watch it because, uh, like I said, I'll have two guys there. And I know Jason does too because Jason lives like right around there. Well, he'll probably uh, be there, I imagine. Oh yeah, he would. He will be. I I consider going, but I have to go. My mom's actually having surgery, so I'm going to go visit her. And I'm like, and it was kind of a good excuse for me not to have to travel. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> so. You haven't got any none of your girls are competing there, no. 
no girls. No, I have I have some prepping right now, but no girls this weekend. Um, That's no. Chris, Chris's missus is in the bikini. She looked good. She's only been like resistance training legit for four months. <laughs> and she looks like, I don't know if you've seen any of photos I've shared of her. Like she's got like Kevin Lavroni genetics. Like oh, Jesus. I've never seen anything like it. Like when she first like got on a consultation with me, I was like, okay, so you know, you're asking how long have you been training or not? She's like, I don't train. I was like, what? Like she has like cat delts and like, <laughs> sweep and I was like what the fuck yeah I know. I've been training 30 years and I can't get mine a cap like that you know it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah. you know, guys guys that have been training a year and you know they just have like this perfect physique it's like oh yeah. if only, only. the weight has like stayed the same into the show but she's just like got stronger every session and it's still like adding load in the gym we haven't had to pull back volume or anything it's just like some freakish thing that's crazy well, being new to training too you know like that i mean you know it's, yeah. she's probably gonna respond like crazy yeah yeah it's pretty cool man it's pretty cool that's fun to watch yeah that'll be a good show though it's a pretty it's normally a pretty solid pretty solid yeah. show overall yeah it, there's that one and then there's also I know the the Jay Cutler Classics this weekend, which is a pretty good amateur show as well. Yeah, where's that? Where's that at? Uh, that one's in. I think that's like Boston, okay. area. Okay, I think I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, because there's that. That's that's like these two are like kind of the ones that some of the guys hit before the junior shows and stuff. You know, right? So, yeah, we'll see. We, we got our, all our Louisiana shows down here, you know. <laughs> My wife and I actually, I thought about going to Louisiana just just for the hell of it, honestly. And uh, I've never been there. Where's good to go? Like, what? Uh, what city? <laughs> yeah, I kind of figured, I kind of figured that. See, that was probably a no-brainer. And one of, the, one of the best gyms you could ever go to, uh, Valhalla um out of new orleans i mean it's just the most hardcore training gym I, i'm actually going there saturday and i'm going to be doing a i'm going to train and then i'm supposed to be doing a little photo shoot after but um i mean it is it's amazing the guys in there um we actually had a show here uh last year in i think it was november october november right before the nationals and the two two of the heavyweights they ended up placing second and third at the nationals at that show, um, Quinn, Le, Quinn LeBlanc and uh, Clint Chason. So they oh, I know. Play. I definitely know who Clint is. I don't know the other guy. I definitely know who Clint is. Yeah, Quinn. Quinn took second actually at the Louisiana show right before. I think Clint beat Quinn, and then the next two weeks later, or whatever, whenever the Nationals was, Quinn got second and Clint got third. And, yeah, it's. Um, that's a good local show when you get second at a local show and then you get second at the nationals. Oh yeah. And we had a, we had a guy that was, um, um, Kyle Atien down here. He did, he won his class, didn't win the overall, but, um, and he plays third at the nationals, you know, two weeks later. The, and the guy, the guy, the light heavyweight actually, uh, that beat him he didn't i guess he didn't go to the nationals but i mean they got some great guys you know that come out down there well that sounds like if we're in the area it sounds like that's that will be the place to check out hey do you um you working with a coach in the minute what's that you working with a coach um no i do all my i do all my own prep i actually have um i have about 20 clients that i that i prep myself uh, about half of them are competitors, but then, but I've been doing everything, everything on my own. So fair play. That's awesome. Yeah, that's nice. Well, yeah, we'll have to have you. Absolutely uh, fucking cracking, mate. When when Austin says you're coming on, checked her out on Instagram. I was like, shit. Yeah, I like it. I definitely, I definitely like like the physique overall, just the way it looks, because it's not, it's not the typical like completely ridiculous 
insertion type of classic physique that's completely unattainable for pretty much everyone. Right. You know? right. Because it's just so genetically way out there. Like I, I see your physique. I'm like, okay. You know, it's just, it looks good. It's put together good. And there's a lot of muscle there, but it's not, it's not like 15 inch waist. Not that your right. waist is big. Everything it's looks just, good. On you, but, it, you know, it's a, a blue, co- it's a blue collar physique. I mean, yeah. it's, a lot of hard work, heavy lifting, eating a lot of food, a lot of meals, a lot of training, you know, I mean, just years yeah. and years of pounding, 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 you know, I mean, it wasn't, um, you know, unfortunately I wasn't, you know, I, and I have decent genetics, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I wasn't blessed with those great, you know, I, I couldn't come out here and within two years win my pro card, you know, um, yeah. I've just been working. <laughs> I. I would probably, there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me, but there's, there's a point where some of these physiques with the way their insertions and stuff look like, I don't even like the way they look. Like, I just think they look odd. Well, and some of it's just not realistic. Well, it's it's not attainable, you know, I mean, you either got it or you don't. And, And in classic physique, you see some of it, but especially now in like figure, for example, um, like a couple of these girls, I'm like, that just looks bizarre to me. The way, you know, like when their waist is like 14 inches and yeah. the, I'm like, I, I like their, they look awesome, but it, I don't like the way they look, if that makes sense. I think it just looks, right. it looks weird. Right. <laughs> like it looks like. Yeah. An alien. So Austin, when you were watching like George Peterson and Steve Lorius head to head, Interesting, yeah, comparison. Um, yeah. The, for me, that's completely was, different physiques. Yeah, but <laughs> what were would you, you were you leaning more Peterson there then? Well, no. Originally, I would have said Lorius, but I actually was able to see like close up, like really close up photos, and it kind of swayed me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why because I heard from a couple of judges, like national level judges and uh, pro level judges. One, a couple that I'm actually know personally, and then others just listen to interviews and stuff. But they literally, they literally said, we look for the best bodybuilder that can make the weight class, essentially. And because everyone's like, everyone's like, well, what, what is classic? Because you see, it gets confusing. Because look at Breon. I mean, there's guys, right. there's guys prettier than Breon. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's guys way prettier than George for sure. Right. You know, and there's guys prettier that place further back. I mean, you get guys like, uh, Oh shit. What's his name? Um, Arash. He's not that pretty at all. Really? I mean, right. You know what I mean? And they, and they place high and then you get guys like Terrence Ruffin, who's Jesus. I mean, look at that physique. Ninth, you know what I mean? Or whatever. And, and it's like, so I kind of started to wonder, I'm like, well, what, what exactly are they looking for? And I've heard more than one judge say that, yeah, we're looking for the best bodybuilder that makes the weight class. So, well, and if that's what they're going to do, as long as they're consistent, right. You know, that, yeah. that's the key if they're consistent with it. But if you have one guy that looks like that, and then you have another guy with that classic look or the, what they considered the classic look with these tie-ins. And then, then the next guy's got a ton of muscle and the next guy doesn't. You know, the thing is, is if there's consistency to it, that's great. Because at least then you know what you're, what you're trying, to, trying to do. <laughs> yeah, it's, but you've always, you know, when you're running into like these, like I said, these like alien-looking physiques, there's going to yeah. be that, there's going to be that subjectivity because they're going to, they're going to walk out. The judges are going to be like, holy shit, that's really like crazy. And right. it, just, it just catches their, it just catches their eyes. So like, there's always that human, that human bias component. Always. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But George, I think George was definitely the better bodybuilder, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, if that, if, if what they're saying is, wow, they're actually judging it, well then he wins. Absolutely. In that case. But yeah, because I saw a couple like backstage photos and just up close photos. He is a dense, dense yes. dude. Yeah. Like you, you can't I tell. I love his physique. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't tell in the comparisons. 
You seen the photo of George from like they took in his kitchen before the show? I was like, whoa. Oh, okay. Well, that would probably give you a pretty good idea then. You know, something like that. Unreal. Even then, I was watching the show, and when they announced George the winner, I was a bit like, the fuck? But then when I thought about it, I was like, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't, like, I certainly wouldn't want to have to judge that shit. <laughs> no. That's, we'll just, we'll just put it that way. Like, I have literally no desire to have to be put on the spot to judge that. Right. And the physique guys now, some of them are getting so big you know and my my understanding is i mean they i think they need to put a weight cut off on the on physique big time you know something because some of those guys are bigger than classic guys i know physique competitors that couldn't make the weight for classic physique yeah well and you know if you go to the national level like there's there is a good distinction between bodybuilding and physique but literally at every single regional show nine times out of ten like nine times out of ten, the men's physique winner is as big or bigger than the bodybuilding winner. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm like looking at this. Last year, the show that I did, um, I was light heavy. I won the class. I won the overall there. I would have got beat by the men's physique winner. <laughs> like no joke. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I don't know what his legs look like, but if his legs look that, that's what I was gonna say. But what did his legs look like? <laughs> right. I mean. I, yeah, my legs are good, but like if, if his legs were halfway decent, he'd have beat me, no doubt. <laughs> and some of those guys have legs, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know why they're competing in physique. Yeah, I don't know. It is bizarre. It is definitely because I was competing when physique, well, even way before that, like when I started, there was no men's physique or bikini. And even when, even when physique started, holy crap, man, it is completely different. These oh, yeah. Dudes, like these dudes are like they're they're standing to the side and they have like that that giant like Kevin Lavroni tricep hanging off the back of their right. arm and she's like what the hell you know like, yeah they've got, they're getting bigger and bigger and big, you know yeah it's crazy man it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to see in the next you know even just five years kind of kind of what happens but right. time will tell I suppose. But I'm glad they came out with the classic physique class, um, you know. And and me, I've you know I've always competed bodybuilding, and I want to get bigger. I mean, I, that's why I do it. I love lifting heavy, and you know I want to get bigger, and I want to get bigger, and I want to get bigger, and I like training heavy. But I really do like the classic physique class because it is, it, it is a little bit more attainable, I think, for a lot of people. You know, um, you know, not everybody. You know, not too many people have those genetics to be a you know, to get on that Olympia stage, you know, I mean, that's, um, whereas with classic physique, you know, you talk about the local shows and stuff. I mean, you know, it's a lot, there's a lot of guys that can do that, you know, guys in the gym that, you know, they buckle down and diet for 12 to 16 weeks and they can get on stage, you know? So it does give some more, um, you know, it opens the sport up to more people, I think. Yeah, of course. Of course, they they want more entries and stuff. And I mean, let's Absolutely. face it like like there's guys there's guys that to get big enough to do respectively at a national level of bodybuilding, like the health risk would not be worth it. Right. Exactly. You know. So, so I think yeah. it just opens it up to to a lot more people. You know, um, yeah, makes it a little a little bit more mainstream. You know, which I don't know if bodybuilding will ever be mainstream, but. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't ever like I don't ever really truthfully, like it, it's cool to see it do good. Like I don't want the shows to not do good, but at the same time, right. like like I don't I don't ever want it to be mainstream. That's part of the reason I like it, because it's it's such it's a different it's a different world. Like when I'm in the general public, like I don't right. I don't care. I don't give a shit if people understand it. They don't need to. That's fine. Well, I'd, I'd much rather look like Raleigh Winkler than um you know, Breon any day. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny because guys are like, oh, I, I wouldn't want to look like that. I'm like, bullshit. Shit, Don't. I would. <laughs> I, said, I said, you you just say that because it'll never happen. Like, if you were given those two guys and you you would want to at least try it for yeah. a couple days, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'd trade physiques any day. <laughs> 
I may not want to have to deal with all of the uh, not being able to like wipe my ass and stuff like that. But hey, I'll, same, I'll, fig- I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll just get we'll one of those. We'll get one of those back scratchers and put toilet paper on the end of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> what, hey, if I if I could be two hundred and eighty pounds, you know, in, in shape, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, if I could be that big and know that I wasn't going to die when I was forty, exactly, then, I'd, then right. I would do it, hundred percent. Like, I'd be all over that shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, cool, man. Yeah, I mean. That's it. I don't know if you have anything else you wanted to talk about, Joe, but I'm I'm pretty much tapped for the day. I'm cool, man. I'm just I'm I'm tired, man. It's late over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm uh, hungry. I got another cardio session, so and cool. then I get to eat some egg whites. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah. We'll wrap it up here then. Um, but before we jump off, just let people know where they can find you, social media, all that jazz, so they can uh, give you a follow. Okay, yeah, my um, on Facebook page Russell P A I G E R U S S E L L, Instagram is page underscore Russell underscore I F B B Pro, and uh, my website is www.trained, T R A I N E D by B Y Rage R A G E dot com. So come check me out. Sweet, nice one. <laughs> my plug that was good yeah it was good flow it was a good flow left me lost for words we plug everyone everyone gets a good plug so yeah and we'll awesome. once once we drop this episode and stuff we'll get you tagged and all that jazz so everyone can see it awesome i appreciate it man thanks for having me on guys i really appreciate it i'm yeah I'm very 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 excited <laughs> yeah anytime man i'm gonna be following you i'm best of luck for the show i'm gonna keep my eyes on it Awesome, man. Yeah, hit me up on social media so I can keep up with you guys. I've got yeah. Austin on there. I do follow you, man. <laughs> okay, okay. So just uh, hit me Make up. sure I got you on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I gave you a follow yesterday, I think. Um, but okay, I'll, I'll cool. tag you and stuff and you'll get it. Awesome, yeah. brother. I appreciate it, man. You can watch my. You can watch the rest of my prep for the Starvation Nationals. I'm, I should yeah. win. I should be with the winner, hopefully. You better win. <laughs> <laughs> If so, that hey, was, are you doing? Uh, are you doing junior naps or? Uh, no, uh, junior USA. USA. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, we shall see. But thanks, man. I appreciate you got it, it, man. Good luck. Cool. Yeah, and and likewise, same to you, man. We'll we'll definitely be keeping up. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, man. Y'all have a good one. Yeah, and you, brother. All right, thanks, guys. I'll catch you very soon. All right, Sounds good. See ya. Bye.